0: I'm going to immortalize at Robbie Gonzalez. At Robbie, so at Robbie says, Hey, what about a team? Thank at
1: you. Robbie Gonzalez can't understand your world. Why do you
0: need that's, to impress upon him? He can't understand it. Something what continued something? Dare I say,
1: facing bad
0: your bad NFL bad. mortality to the point that you're starting to get a little. And welcome back to Rob City, episode one eighty. My
1: name is Robbie Gonzalez, and this is my podcast. Today we have a uh, good episode. We have obviously uh, coming back John Logan Foster. Come on, baby. And then we have our uh, first guest of the twenty twenty three season year. Um, you know, whatever we call it, goal of hitting 52 episodes this year. Uh, Cameron Johnson, CJ, Bad Fives, however you know them, to the show. CJ, thanks for having me. How are y'all doing? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Um, I I think I, I think we have to first start off the show with congratulating you. Uh, I believe you recently just got promoted to Twitch affiliate. Is that is that correct?
0: I did, yeah. We had the the first stream yesterday, um, and it was a blast. Shout out to all my buddies, Foss, Stove, and special shout out to Braden Matthews. He came in there and gifted ten subs last Damn, night. Damn, just dropped yeah.
1: So it, do what? Drop some money, just yeah. Drop he dropped it. some money, man. I really appreciate the support from.
0: You know, all my buddies, you guys know who you are. Thank you. But, yeah, I appreciate it. It's been fun so far.
1: So how did you find out? Okay, so first of all, there's obviously requirements. You have to, like, hold a certain amount of streamers. You have to stream a certain amount of time for, a, you know, a certain period of, you know, you know, designated time. But did you get, like, um, first of all, I guess my first question, do you have to, like, apply for it, or do they automatically see that you meet the requirements?
0: They automatically see it. So I just got an email yesterday while I was chilling at work. day before yesterday uh saying congratulations you know you've you're an affiliate you had to meet the requirements which was like honestly nothing crazy it's like at least 50 followers uh, you have to maintain like four consistent viewers and you have to stream for at least like eight days and a certain amount of hours so it's not too too much you know what i mean yeah um but it's still a still a milestone that i was glad to get to so thanks
1: so what does, um I, I have a bunch of questions on it. Like, what does, um what do you get now that you're an affiliate? And then what, is there like a next step you can be promoted to?
0: Yeah, so the next step is Twitch Partner. Um, I'll never get to that, pretty much. You have to have at least 75 consistent viewers at a time. Um, and I don't know the other requirements, but I know that's one of them um that's the next step and with affiliate basically i'm still kind of learning myself yesterday was kind of a learning process for me and foss being a mod um you're just able to do different things so now people can sub uh, i can run ads if i want to i'm not going to do that um and then you can do predictions in the chat which i don't think we could do that before foss i don't think we could i don't believe no yeah um and so now people get emotes they get like a subscriber badge next to their name just pretty much what you see when you watch streamers now you can get
1: when you watch my stream did you have a goal to to be a twitch affiliate did you or was it more of just like a cool little dream like i i think we like all three of us um Have gone through like the little phase of like oh like i'll be a twitch streamer like let me let me stream for a couple weeks or let me um let me put together my obs settings directly that way when i do want to stream or let me get a good overlay or or something like that did you have like um you know what, what was your thought process going into streaming
0: no man no goal um It just kind of felt like the next logical step. I mean, I have an affinity for gaming. I've been gaming forever. Uh, When Twitch kind of got big, I never really put any thought into it, didn't think much of it, didn't plan on streaming. Um, And then one day, I just said, why not? Let's give it a go. And then the more I learned about it, the more interested I became, you know, just like with making different things. Um, And it's fun to kind of have your friends come in there and, and just Say what's up when you're playing and when you do cool shit you know while you're playing it's 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 fun to have kind of an audience for that uh but no 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 goal I don't plan on being some mega streamer or anything like that it's just kind of
1: a, a fun little
0: <laughs> fun little hobby <laughs> well
1: that's cool um do you have uh do you have anyone that you like watch currently do you have like favorite streamers you you currently like watch a lot
0: uh Honestly, I don't watch Twitch a ton, but when I do watch, it's normally Baby J, and he basically so uh, Valorant, you know, the different roles, right? Duelist Sentinel, Initiator, whatever. Anyway, um, I like the Sentinel role, and I've learned a lot of stuff from, from him. Uh, so when I initially started watching him, that was why I was watching him, to learn more about the role so I could you know be better. Um, and as time has gone on, I actually kind of like the guy. So I just kind of watch him when I watch Twitch. Um,
1: well, cool, dude. Um, I, I have, I watch you. I think I showed you my top streamers, like who I watched this past year. I watch you probably the most. I'll put you on and then watch you play Val. I would, I watch, um, anyone who went to YouTube, I don't watch YouTube streamers anymore. Um, that, I mean, you know, they took their money and ran. That's fine. They can have it. Um, who else do i watch i i obviously have a uh e girl crush on uh this chick aviva sofia if she ever listens to this podcast what's up just saying um <laughs> uh and then that's it like you her there's like i don't even watch like i don't watch anyone else really i'm trying to think oh poker night in america has a stream on 24/7 where you can just watch like hands of poker 24/7 when i was like I had like a couple months this past year that I was just like, man, like I just love watching poker. I don't even want to play. Like, let me just watch hands of poker on Twitch. So, um, that's cool. I have, um, I had another question. Um, well, this is more, this is more personal. We're kind of, kind of switching gears here. But so this past week, uh, I'm driving back from. Uh, actually, I was driving to church Sunday morning and it was raining. It's been raining all week in Texas in general. And my windshield wipers went out like halfway to church. So I had to drive oh, to church no. in the rain. And I, it sucked or whatever. It sucked. Um, I got through, it's fine, you really don't need windshield wipers if you, you know, you pay attention, if you focus really hard, uh, and then what else happened, oh, uh, yesterday I just like cleaned my room, or I cleaned my entire apartment, I I swept, I vacuumed, actually didn't sweep, I just vacuumed, I got a new vacuum for Christmas. I vacuumed, I did like three loads of laundry, I picked up everything I wiped out all my counters and everything like that. My question is is how are you with maintenance? Like how are you with like cleaning like if you have to clean your room, clean your apartment or like say something on your car or truck like messes up, like what do you are you like a hands on guy? Are you like I'm going to fix it myself? Are you like immediately going to auto store? Uh
0: so, I'm not, like, a craftsman. I'm not, like, mechanically gifted like that. Um, so, if you're talking about, well, I'll just say car stuff. I'll just take it in. But if you're talking about maintenance, like, around the apartment, stuff like that, like, chores and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I knock that out. As I've gotten older, I realize, like, if I don't do it, like, ASAP, it'll just, like, nag at me. And it's hard for me to, like, fully enjoy whatever it is i'm doing because i'll have that in the back of my head so like just around the house and stuff i'm pretty on top of things i will say though um i don't deep clean (laughs) like i I, you know what i mean i don't do that but like as far as kind of everything in place and clean i try to yeah
1: do you have like a to-do list like at all times like in the back of your head like oh i should probably do this i should probably do this or is it just like one day you look around you're like fuck like I need to I need to do something.
0: No, it's more so just like, you know, I mean, you know, it's like the same thing over and over, right? So I just try to maintain it as much as I can. I don't try to let things get out of hand, you know. Yeah. So like, I'll just come home, and if there's like dishes in the sink, I'll just put them in the dishwasher, right? So like, no, nothing's ever really in the sink. Um. And yeah, so it's just kind of constant the, maintenance, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean. I say I do that. I I had a rule of like every day, just don't let anything in your sink. Like don't, if there's something in your sink, put it away. And that's like a good, like mindset of just like daily cleaning and daily maintenance. Like I'm saying, but like the other day I, I, I have done this since I was a kid. Like I clean my room I clean my apartment. I, I like to keep it clean. And then gradually, like I'll throw a jacket on my couch or I'll throw like a shirt on my couch or I'll throw a shirt on the ground or I'll put shoes somewhere here. Or I'll put something here. Or I'll go on a trip and I uh, won't unpack my suitcase or I'll just live out of my suitcase for a while or like dirty or clean clothes, like clean clothes I'll keep in a basket. I won't fold it. I'll just, you know, wear wear stuff out of the dryer, wear stuff out of it. So, like, I, I like doing that until it builds and it builds and it builds, and it builds and where I'm like sitting around and I'm like my i i i've seen dirty houses i've seen dirty apartments i never have a dirty apartment a a dirty room but i'm messy a messy apartment a messy room and so when it gets messy and to where i can't look at my counter my counter's not clean my living room's not clean and my bedroom's not clean i'm like all right like this is like, I got to do everything now. I can't just do one thing, right? It's got to be, everything's got to be done now. So like, like yesterday, that was the day for me. Woke up thinking, I woke up, I I worked all day and I was like, at five o'clock, like I'm starting to clean and I'm going to do everything. And so like, I cleaned for like two hours, busted a sweat, just like vacuuming, like, you know, everything, everything I had to do. So I I don't know. It's just been on my mind lately. Just like, like, how do other people clean? Like, do other people like are are they always clean or is it like a build up, build up, build up? okay, big, big day clean. So, right. Well, props (laughs) to
0: you for coming home after work and cleaning for two hours. That's not something I'm going to do, but
1: uh, that's a lot. I work from home, so I just ha- I have to live in it constantly, and I'm just, I like, about that. I'm just, like, looking around all day, just, like, damn, like, and sometimes I'll forget, I'll forget, um, like, I like i have shit behind me, and so, like, I'll jump on a, a Zoom call, and I get to talk to my boss, and I have, to, like, look, like, I have a little, like, uh, longhorn basketball boot behind my head, I just, like, put nail uh, tacks in the wall, and I'll shoot around my apartment, like, that that's a bad example cuz it's not like a mess but like sometimes I'll just just like stupid shit behind me and on a call I'm like oh, I'm like and I'm positioning myself on the camera like I'll move my laptop screen a little <laughs> bit down so I'm just like my shoulders are blocking like my underwear laying on the ground so I, I I tried try to try to do that um also I had I think both of you guys uh Faust and CJ uh, I had a question for both of y'all so I, I like to think, like, I'm, I'm hip, I'm, you know, I'm up with the times when it comes to, like, TV shows, movies, um, just fads, social media, pop culture, everything like that. But I will admit that I am always, like, six months to a year behind in music. I don't. I just like, I don't have a good ear for it. I'm never looking for new music. I'm a guy who like, love a song for 10 years and only listen to that song for the, you know, last 10 years, for the next 10 years. You guys, like, get a lot of good music from just because, like, just because you're always, you know, listening to it, talking about it. Um, Where do you, where do you get your music? Where do you get your new music? Where do you hear your music?
0: Uh, Matt Foss, you want to. Take that one first. Yeah, for me, it's got to be sharing with friends or kind of looking at the bill on a tour that I'm going to see. Who's like the opener? Um, that's really about it for me. I'd say majority friends, though. Yeah, I'd say the same. Definitely, you know, talking to friends uh, and going to shows. So, like, prime example. I think I was like 22, 23, maybe um i went to see a band joyce manor I love joyce manor and one of the opening bands never heard of um but th- they were called donovan wolfington anyway so i really like their sound so i followed them kind of throughout the years and i just saw them open for a band i like and then foss the singer for donovan wolfington is phony you know a couple of phony songs yes sir um so yeah a lot of And then obviously, like, the internet and stuff, right? So Spotify has, like, the, you know, you listen to this, you might like these bands. So I'll check that out, too, sometimes. Um, But I used to be, like, kind of, I don't know, I guess early 20s, really into, like, seeking new music and stuff. Uh, But these days, man, most of what I'm listening to is just stuff
1: I kind of already know, you know what I mean? Well, like with, um, like a story so far and, uh, turnstile, like where did y'all pick those up?
0: So the story so far, I was 18 and a girl I knew at the time said, Hey, you should check this band out. And so I did. And that's where that stemmed from. And then, turnstile i can't remember but same type of situation i think so once i got into the story so far you know like you follow them on social media you follow their band members yada 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 and i know for sure parker tweeted something or put on instagram something about turnstile And at the time they were or they're still a hardcore band but they were like you know not as i guess accessible as they are now you know what i mean yeah like their sound Um. And so I checked them out, and that's where that came from, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Just you go one place and then you someone will say something or tweet something whatever, and it goes to another
1: i um the funny story like i I love blink one eighty two I think they're like top one maybe top two bands of um, my my favorite um but like, like I said, like a girl turned you on to some some people like i didn't listen to blink until like a girl i had a crush on told me like oh like you know i was like what's your favorite music she was like oh blink 182 like do you listen i was like uh no like you know what are your top three songs and she was she sent me top three songs and it was like uh down i think was one of them um i can't remember the other ones but like i was like oh okay cool like i'll get into them and man like i just like loved them and i dove in i listened to all the albums like you know picked my favorite songs i think uh midnights was coming out like a year later uh midnights was awesome but like i i and this girl like never dated i we kind of don't like each other at all anymore (laughs) like we kind of have a feud going that that on a couple years later but like it's just hilarious just like um, yeah, a girl I had a crush on, like, Blink-182, and it turned out to be one of my favorite bands all time. So, um, just, like, just weird how, how some of those, you know, how your favorite things come into your life in a weird way. Yeah, um, it's crazy how it works out. Um, I, I always, like, try to talk to you about this, CJ, but, like, I never, I don't know why, I, I just either don't remember or... Maybe you're too vague with your answers, but my question is: You, what did you do on bicycles?
0: Oh, uh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> funny way to ask it. Okay. So, when I was a kid, I think I was, I don't know, man, 10, nine. My dad built me some little dirt jumps, like in our yard. And I would always ride them. So that's kind of where the riding bikes stem from. Was right, you know, being a kid. Um, and then when I was about thirteen, fourteen, uh, my cousin lived next door, and his stepdad was, you know, like a like a crafty guy. Anyway, he built us some big wooden ramps, like big. And so we all had BMX bikes, and we would just hit those ramps all day. Um, and then, you know. When I turned, like, I was always playing baseball. That was, like, a year-round thing for my whole life. Uh, But when high school hit, I just didn't really have time to ride anymore with school and and especially baseball and stuff. And so I gave it up. And then whenever myself, Foss, and Stove moved to Austin, um, you know, the campus was, like, at our back door, right, Foss? And so driving didn't really make sense. And so I said, you know, I'll buy a bike and uh, it'll be a BMX bike just, you know, because it's what I used to ride. And so I used to ride that bike back and forth from camp or from our apartment to campus. And I wasn't doing any sort of tricks. It was just kind of a a mode of transportation at the time. Um, And then once I moved from Austin back home, I was kind of like bored as shit. And so I just started riding the fuck out of that bike, man. And uh got pretty decent. And so yeah, I just I I went to the skate park, I met some guys, and then we rode together for like shoot seven years, six years.
1: But it was never like it was not like racing, it was never like you enter tournaments and do tricks. It was just like no, you like yeah. you like it was around in like a skate park.
0: Right. It was just freestyle, man. It was never any sort of like organized sport for me. You know, that was, that was baseball. That's, this was more of, I don't know, I guess like a creative outlet,
1: you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: And so, yeah, I would just go to the skate park for years, man. I would ride and then in 20, I can't, 18 or 19, I think it was 18, uh, I got in a real bad accident, just completely destroyed my elbow. Uh, and then once that healed up, I rode for a little bit more, but I was never riding at the level that I was, you know, uh, honestly, I never felt as comfortable on the bike after the accident and it slowly kind of just kind of tapered away and I haven't ridden in
1: shit, probably two years now. So the Rob city podcast is huge with the BMX riders. Uh, I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, for for people who know what you're talking about like what are the like could you like you know kind of give us an example of kind of tricks you could do or like um what sure. could you do a lot or like well you know you know what was your what do they even call it like your i pattern.
0: would i wasn't like an expert writer. um i wasn't a novice though either uh, i would i would say i have more in the intermediate range but upper intermediate if that makes sense yeah uh i could bar spin toboggan uh i could foot jam tail whip i could tuck no hander boss <laughs> nose <laughs> foot jam tail whip maybe <laughs> uh, my manuals were kind of not very good but at some points i can manual pretty well but yeah probably like a upper intermediate skill level did you ever do any
1: like flips and shit
0: Hell no. No. Even if I got to the point where I could, I was always too scared of breaking my neck. Not worth it.
1: What, um, I know I've seen the pictures of your injury. What, what trick were you trying to do when you showed that elbow? Uh,
0: So we were at some dirt jumps in Houston. Uh, me and my buddies I used to ride with and it was the first jump on the midline so there was like a small line a midline and a big line i didn't hit the big line they were huge i mean the dirt jumps excuse me i think were like i mean upwards of 10 feet so the midline was is was more my skill set and so i was just i've hit the line several times before you know it wasn't anything that i haven't done before it was the first jump dude and i was gonna try to toboggan it and I overshot the landing. Mm-hmm. And so how the dirt jumps are, it's like jump after jump after jump, right? And so I overshot the landing on the first jump, and I went over my handlebars. And the next jump was like right there. And so of landing like on flat ground and just kind of sliding, mm-hmm. I just went right into that next jump. It landed on my elbow, and uh, it t- destroyed it, dude. Uh, it was a compound fracture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so my bone went through my skin at one point And yeah, it was super shitty. And so my buddies took me to like the closest urgent care. And they obviously couldn't do shit, right? We didn't know how, we knew it was bad, but we didn't know exactly what was happening. Or, you know, like the extent of it. And they were like, like, we're not going to be able to do anything with this. Like, you got to go to the hospital. And so we went to, well, I think it was Memorial Herman. They offered to give me an ambulance. I was like, no shot. I'm riding in an ambulance, you know. I like, got a bike. Yeah. And so my buddy just took me in his car, went to the emergency room. Dude, I sat in ICU for like, I can't even remember how many hours it was. They were so slammed. And so I'm sitting there, you know, nothing has been done to my arm. I'm just in pain just sitting there waiting for like my turn, right? It was rough. And so uh finally I went back into this room with the, all these doctors. So it was completely broken and it was also dislocated. Mm-hmm. And so before they could even Ooh. work, you know, on like the broken part, they had to put it back in a place. And so they Tug the shit out of my broken elbow to put it back in, like, the socket, I guess. And that was the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life, dude. It was brutal.
1: They didn't even give you, like, any morphine or painkillers before? No.
0: They just hopped me in and put me in the room and started
1: yanking on my arm, dude. Did they give you anything to bite down on, or you just had to sit there and yell?
0: Uh, I sat there, and I, I remember clenching my teeth pretty hard, and, and it hurt. Well, yeah.
1: Um, I, uh, so CJ, uh, for the listeners out there, CJ is actually a listener of the Rob City podcast. Uh, he will text me, um, after most episodes, if I have a question for them at the end, um, CJ, if you were trying to sell or pitch the Rob City podcast to another person, like, hey, you should give him a listen. Do you have... Do you have have a little small pitch of like, hey, you should listen to the Rob Snake podcast because? It's the coolest podcast in the world. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's that's all you need. I mean, it's objective, right? Like, it's like
1: a fact. We'll give, um, I also want you to do, uh, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot now, but like, uh, do you have a question? I like, like, recently I've been like into uh, leave off with a question for the listeners. Do you have a question for the listeners?
0: question for the listeners
1: yeah foster while he's thinking of that do you have any um anything questions for cj you want to ask i don't believe okay um could it be uh if you had to make up? i know i know if you had to make <laughs> if you had a, if you had to make up your own bmx bike trick what would it be called um Let's
0: see. Uh, the Mantis toboggan. The Mantis. <laughs> toboggan.
1: <laughs> I'm a doctor. Doctor toboggan. Mantis toboggan. Um. We'll plug. We'll think of it. We'll think of it. CJ. will uh, think uh, of it. Yeah. Plug your plug your socials. Socials, if you'd like the people to follow you.
0: Sure. Yeah, I'm not really active on on social media. um To revisit Twitch. My Twitch username is just Bad Fives. Uh. B A D F I V E S like the number. That's it. Uh, I have an Instagram, but not. It's C J T X. That's it. I don't. I don't do a ton
1: of social media. Um, trying to think. Do you have any questions for me, C J? Well, I was gonna
0: pony off something you said about work. Okay. Um, this might extend the the podcast a little bit, but I want to know your thoughts on. Work-life balance. How important is that for you?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, Great question, guys. I've been thinking about it a lot lately, actually. Um, I understand that if I would like to make more money, I cannot have a balance. I understand that if I want to move up in my career, that I have to sacrifice my personal life. I am... 27, almost 28 this month. Um, I, I like my social life. I like playing video games with you guys every day. I like going out on Fridays, Saturdays, maybe even Thursdays. I like, um, I don't have a wife, a girlfriend. I don't have kids. I don't have a dog. Like all of my time is my time. And I, I value that very much. So at the moment, I do have a very good work-life balance because I work from maybe seven fifty to five o'clock every day, um, and then I'm done. At five o'clock, I don't think about work. You know, I I'm good. I'm happy. I get to do whatever I want. But I understand that if I want to make more money and I want to uh, move up in my career, that I'm gonna sacrifice an hour, two hours of video games a day. I understand that work's not going to end at five o'clock. And I understand that even at eight and nine o'clock at night, I'm still going to have to be thinking of work the next day. Um, And that, you know, people can call it. I think, I think people can call it a work-life balance once they get to that spot, once they sacrifice those hours. And then they're like, Oh, you know what? I do still have some free time to myself. I still can, you know, I still can do whatever I want and not have to deal with work at at these specific points and times of the day, but they've gotten there. They've gotten used to that routine of working till six or seven at night. They've, you know, they've, they've figured out that work-life balance, but, but in my mind, to get to there, it has to be imbalanced, and you do have to care more about your work, and you do have to work more. So, um, yeah. So that I mean, and and people, you know, people listening to the podcast, they look at me right now and be like, "Well." Rob City, like, if you don't have a wife and kids, if you don't have anything going on outside of work, then shouldn't you just be, like, shouldn't all that energy go to work anyway? Shouldn't you want to be making the most money now so when you do have a wife and kids and they do suck you dry of all your money and fun, like, you know, you had, you were, you already are at a level or you were making enough money to support them, yada yada. So I, you know, I... <sighs> There's a point in time, I think, I hate this so much, I think am about to say this, but I think there's just a point in time where we all have to grow up. <laughs> we, all <have> to, <laughs> we all have to grow up and be like, you know what, I can't fucking play four hours of video games a night. I can't, you know, fucking be drinking every fucking weekend and partying on Thursday nights when I have work the next day or drinking on a Sunday evening or, or you know, like, there is a point in life to where, yeah, like you you're going to have to, you're going to have to put more into work because it's just, it's just that time. So, um, my cam went off, but, but yeah, that, I mean, I don't know. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it makes sense.
0: Um, I don't know. I don't want to say I disagree. I feel like in today's day and age, work-life balance is a lot more on the forefront than it used to be, right? Like, you know, I feel like, and and people still do this, but I feel like, you know, early 2000s, 90s, whatever, uh, even obviously way before then, that people like would pride themselves, oh, like I work 70 hours a week, right? Like I don't even see my family. I don't even do the things I like to do. I'm just working my life away. Uh, Whereas nowadays I feel like that type of mindset isn't as much in the forefront, you know? Companies respect more work life balance. And so I guess what I'm getting at is um I think it's possible. I get like you want to advance in your career. Everybody does, right? Um and obviously you're probably gonna have to put in a little more time, but I don't think we have to give up the things we like to do, the 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 video games, the the beer drinking, whatever um work I don't want to say it's it's just a paycheck for me so I can do the things I like to do but it kind of is right like I I take my career path seriously like I'm not not going into work I'm not slacking off I do what I have to do between the hours of for me it's 6:30 and 4:30 yeah but after that dude like I'm gone you know some people I feel like kind of open themselves up to being, I guess, quote unquote, like on the clock 24-7. Um, and I feel like if you just kind of put your foot down and make it known to people, hey, I'm not available after this time, Yeah. then you know you can kind of ease your time of achieving that work-life balance. But I understand what you're saying as far as you know to get more, I need to do more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And I mean, even you talking like brings up another point to where like, um, like, what if what if it's all you got? You know, some people like don't want a work life, a work slash personal life balance because it's like, True. what if they don't what if they don't have a per- Life, so they literally do not care. What if they are like, you know, I'm so career oriented that all of my friends are going to be the people I work with, my coworkers, my my networking people that I'm, I'm using for connections and, and to advance my career. Like those are the people I consider friends are the people who can help me in my career. Um, outside of that, like if you can't help me with my career, then I don't see what the value is in spending the time with you. And I 100 percent think there, there are plenty of people out there like that. Um who, who just have totally abandoned any kind of actual real relationship just for a work relationship that they confuse with friendship uh, yeah
0: so. i mean i i can i see that i mean i mean the the girl I'm dating currently man, she is a work fiend, she's super into work, she wants to advance as high as she can, like um, and I just don't obviously I want to advance right, but the things I care about in life. You know, friends, family, the things I like to do, those for me are like the priority. Work is not that. Work gives me a paycheck where I'm able to do the things I want to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel that. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I just wonder your thoughts on, on work-life balance, man.
1: You got it. I got it. Thank you. Good question, though. Yeah. have yeah, any to... input.
0: I'm still waiting on my Shark Tank idea, but has it
1: hasn't come yet. <laughs> um, Shark Tank idea? I got one off the top of my head. Um, Uber, but for and d- d- don't just throw anything out there. Just DoorDash, but for and then <laughs> fill in the blank. That's that's your idea right there. Million ideas. Some what is what is something people don't want to do? Go get their oil change. Okay, call up JLF. Open your JLF app. Open and somebody <laughs> will come pick up your car. Go get your oil change and bring it back. Yeah. Hey, this is hey, this is Robbie with uh, your oil change. JLF oil change. Do you want premium? <laughs> do you want synthetic? I'm about the place. About the place. So they say they don't have it. <laughs> Just totally inconvenience them um yeah all right cj i need a question for the people to answer oh um question
0: what's your what's your your favorite childhood memory think about childhood. it should should put a, a smile on your face
1: favorite childhood memory Damn. yeah um the first one that came to mind is christmas oh six maybe christmas oh five uh I got a wireless controller for my PS2, and oh, wow. I just thought it was the fucking yeah. I, like, asked for it. I wrote a letter to my parents asking for it and why I should get it. Uh, it was a school assignment, and uh, I fucking just I got it, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. And I played, like, NCAA 06 with it. Uh, I played, like, SmackDown vs. Raw, the first one with it. I remember the games to play with. So, yeah, that was, like, one of my best, like, gifts slash childhood memories is, is getting getting that you mentioned ncaa those games
0: used to be the best man remember they had college baseball as well so fun
1: that was yeah that's a throwback right there i remember somebody i remember it was either i think it was bryce matthew shout out bryce matthew he had he had an ncaa baseball game that we would play at his house he also had red faction if you guys ever played red faction for the Uh ps two um and then he was the only one we he, he had a grand theft auto vice city and when his parents went to bed we'd go to get it from his dad's game collection and and play it in his room all night that was sick but yeah anyway um we can wrap up any any closing remarks any no man just thanks for having me yeah yeah no it's been fun i appreciate it uh of course you're welcome back again we have 50 we have to. We have, to follow, we have to fill in forty eight more weeks of time. So you're welcome <laughs> back when I when I run out of other guests. Um, uh, episode one eighty of the Rob City Podcast. Shouts, you have shout outs, CJ. Um, yeah, shout out to Nanny and Poppy. And my grandparents love them to death. Shout out Nanny and Poppy. Uh, shout out.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out my big baby boy Carlito.
1: Shout out Carlito. Carl. Carl's. Carl's. Um, my shout outs absolutely fucking nobody because they don't deserve it Um, this has been a Rob City episode 180 thank you again CJ thank you Fosse. Um, thank you for listening Um, thank you for t- the continued support Um, love everyone peace I'm going to immortalize at Robbie Gonzalez at Robbie so at Robbie says hey what about a team?'"
0: At Robbie Gonzalez can't understand your world. Why do you need to impress upon him can't understand What dare I say, facing your NFL mortality to the point that you're starting to get a little queasy about it? Yeah. You have to respond to at Robbie Gonzalez, you have no idea what world I live in, right?